That was a bit of a longer gospel than what we're used to reading at Mass. And so I'm sure you probably zoned out after I started the first sentence. But there's a f- two points that I want to glean out of the gospel today. The first is a point that I've been harping on a bit in my homily since arriving in Greenville, but I keep running, returning to this point because our Lord himself keeps bringing it up at Mass. And that is the matter of the vigilance demanded of all of us in the Christian life. And to demonstrate his point, our Lord gives the image of a servant who, recognizing that his master is delayed, chooses to forego his duties and, uh, for a time and instead have a party and encourage all sorts of wicked behavior. But when Christ tells this parable, it seems to us like an unusual situation because we don't really have a concept of servants and masters anymore. But the example that Christ is using is the basic plot line to a number of romantic comedies out there, or the sort of low-budget films about high school or college life that no one really goes to see at the movies, but everyone somehow always has time to watch on television or on Netflix. The basic story of those films is that there's someone, usually the young and foolish main character, probably college age, who figures out that his parents are going to be away for a weekend and throws a party when they're gone. But during the party, things usually get too crazy, and something goes wrong. Usually the police get involved, and somewhere towards the end of the movie, they get bailed out, and Tyler Perry shows up and teaches you a moral lesson. Christ is doing the same thing here. He's expecting us to treat the moral life with the same sort of care and diligence that our parents expect of us when they're away. Namely, that when he returns, he'll find everything in us as he desires. He won't have an incredible mess to clean up. Blessed is that servant, says the Lord, the one who is prepared for Christ's coming, and even more directly for his own death, by living the Christian life daily without hesitation. And the second point is in regard to the line in the gospel, the master will put that servant in charge to distribute the food and allowance, the food allowance at a proper time. So in old times, especially in agricultural towns like ours, It was common for the town to work together during the year to stockpile food so that when winter would come, it would be distributed to everyone according to their need. And of course, it wasn't an even distribution. Houses with more people would get more food, and those with less people would get less food. But the lesson in Christ's words is that at the final judgment, we will be rendered, each of us, according to our works. And this is where it ties in with St. James in his letter, where he says, faith without works is dead. So in regard to the salvation of the Christian people, none of us can do anything to deserve salvation. Christ's sacrifice was a total free gift of self. None of us can deserve it, but we all benefit if we're disposed to receive it. However, and this is the point where Catholicism and non-Catholic Christians usually differ, it's the understanding of the church that our own Christian works, though not a way of earning heaven, do have an effect on the way we experience heaven. Our acts of virtue can dispose us to be more receptive to grace, to have a greater capacity to receive grace from God, the grace that he's freely offering us. And for those who have worked diligently to dispose themselves to receive more from the Lord, they will receive a greater portion of beatitude, of the joy we experience in heaven. And that's not to say that some people won't be unhappy in heaven or anything like that, But there are those who have lived the Christian life to the fullest and in devotion to our Lord, and thereby will be awarded a greater closeness to him in heaven, a greater distribution of his grace. To explain that point, St. Therese of Lisieux used an image of a cup and a thimble, 
We can say that both a cup and a thimble can be filled completely with water, but the cup is going to contain more. In a similar way, the one who has striven to live the Christian life will widen their capacity for grace in such a way that what is full for them is greater than what is full for another. And therefore, there will be some in heaven that have a greater experience of God's splendor simply because they're more disposed to receive it. And that's all the more reason why every day we should be vigilant to live out the Christian life. We should desire to live the Christian life fully, not merely so that we're not caught off guard when Christ returns, but so that every day we're expanding our capacity to experience God, to experience him both on earth, but also in the eternal joy that he gives all his saints.